if you've been playing along at home with the Outliers podcast and you want to come check out a live event, we have one happening on the 25th of March in Brisbane. Uh, check out the show notes. There'll be the link there and all the details, but it's a whole bunch of things. It'll be a collection of some of the Outliers content mixed in with some of the really more uh, current, up-to-date cultural things that are happening and a really great event to come and meet people. So no, link will be in the show notes. You'll be able to get tickets there and check out more of the details, but we'd love to see you all there. What is up, everyone? Welcome back. Here we go again. Another episode of the Outliers podcast where we take one theme of the outlier world, the outlier psychology, and we go hard on it for 10 minutes. And if you're new to this, please go back and watch or listen to, sorry, the episode where we outline kind of what the why and the how of the outlier type. This one is all about the understanding of stimulating the outlier brain and what happens to the outlier psychology when we use stimulation. First of all, the first thing to understand here is that the the outlier complexity holds more variables at once than most people. This is again coming back from the early the early life. We learn nice and early to hold many variables, many angles, many perspectives all at once. This helps us kind of stay vigilant, you know, stay aware of things and using all that stuff that we have in us, we use many perspectives. So you've got to be really, really careful with stimulating yourself uh, from caffeine to booze to whatever uh, you use, be, be aware of it because here's what happens. There is a kind of contradiction in the outlier type where when you feel stimulated, when we feel stimulated and you want to do a lot of great work, uh, or do get a lot of productive stuff done, then it's not the right time to do it. I know that sounds crazy, right? But what are you talking about? Well, this high stimulation, high uh, kind of dopaminergic type response means that we've actually gone too far. So, and I'll give you an example. A lot of my clients will say, well, wake up, I'll ask about their mornings, you know, and they'll go, wake up, and basically they're into it straight away get the coffee on board, look at what I need to do and start. Now, for a normalized psychology, that's fine. Not for an outlier. You've got to treat yourself more like a steam train than a electric scooter. <laughs> the electric scooter can turn up, get up and go. The reason why we can't do that is because the stimulating ourselves too early, turning our outlier brain on, too early will absolutely wreck you later on you'll get too much stimulation too early you'll you'll hold too many perspectives too many variables and you'll have a good window of probably you know three to four hours you'll have a really nice window at the start uh but then you will you will come off the off the rails later on and and i always always see outliers on this pretty heavy cycle of the highs and lows of stimulating themselves like everyone else does, but then crashing pretty hard, needing to withdraw, and we're back into that typical outlier cycle of a lot of focus, a lot of withdrawal. We want to try and get out of that as much as possible, out of that cycle of high focus, low focus, high focus, low focus. And so down-regulating stimulation for the outliers is massive. What I recommend for everyone is I give people a window of stimulation 
are between 10 and 12 in the day. So get your coffee or whatever, you, you know, nootropics or your microdoses or whatever. Uh, in that window of, of 10 to 12, nothing before that. Um, I've got some really, really great results with my clients just by playing with that first 90 minutes of the day and making it incredibly tranquil, really slow, you know, tea, not coffee, and getting them to actually use, do practices with with their, their morning routine of the tea and, and starting in a tranquil place. Go back to the example of the steam train, it's, you know, going slow, loading the coal up, getting it moving slow, just working into the day. Because once you once you get going naturally, you've already got a V8 engine under there, right? You've already got this high-powered machine that can hold heaps of variables, that can get a lot done. You do not need to stimulate it. Do not need to stimulate it. Uh, this one little adjustment will make a massive difference. So we want to allow... Because of, our, because of the complexity and the, and the variables that we hold, we want to allow ourselves to turn on gradually with our own energy. Uh, and what you'll notice is if you do that, you won't get tired. You won't kind of crash and burn. You, you will naturally have a, a pretty, you know, there's nothing wrong with like a six or a six and a half out of ten all day. But we, we, we kind of, our culture conditions us to, oh, we've got to be on, we've got to be focused. Let me be a clear team. What most people feel as on and focused is way too stimulated, way, way, way too stimulated. Um, but we re-norm, so we readjust to that. I don't feel good unless I'm like on, on. I mean, that's it's crazy. You don't have to be on, on. It's not good to be like that all the time. It's it's really taxing on on your neurochemistry, on your biology, um, really, really taxing on your motivation systems and your emotional systems. So. Be careful with stimulation. Be careful with stimulation everywhere. It, it will it will really take you for a ride more than other people. So this is a part again of knowing about how we operate. Is we're gonna ha- you're gonna have to figure out a lot of this stuff out yourself. Play with your play with your levels of stimulation. Um, drop caffeine. See how you feel. Uh, Timing is important. As I said, that that window of ten to twelve is is kind of if you miss it then you're done like if you nothing after that and nothing before and i'll go back again that tranquil mornings the reason why the tranquil mornings are so important and getting outside and going slow is because this your the the natural tendency of the outlier brain is vigilance the natural tendency is to lock on to something and not walk away till it's done um you know there is that hyper focus there it's always there so if you turn the hyper focus on uh endogenously or something outside of you if you turn that hyper focus on with some kind of stimulant uh you're just you're taking you've got a big engine and you're chucking a turbo on it really really quick for no reason and you most people when i go through this when i'm working with people go oh yeah i do feel you know pretty shit house after i'm like yeah you know it's uh it's all there the likelihood of anxiety will be high um and the likelihood of the the come down will will well it'll it'll put you lower than everyone else's come down off their stimulation off their coffee or whatever it is so it's because we're just more volatile more sensitive you've got more sensitive instruments you've got to really be careful with it 
and I've seen a lot of my clients, you know, miss, miss things, miss opportunities because they've timed their stimulation wrong there by one o'clock. They're kind of on the down and they've got, you know, it could be an evening event. It could be an evening meeting. It could be an opportunity and they're just dragging their feet. And then all the internal dialogue starts of like, couldn't be bothered to do this or what, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, and the killer is people who have another coffee or something else in the Arvo, and that's an absolute killer. So here we are, outlier and stimulation. It's a really, really key point. I'll finish off in this last couple of minutes here with, remember the sensitivity of your instrument. You, there's yeah, two, it's like a two steps from chaos feeling, right? Walking the tightrope, walking the tightrope. When you're on the tightrope, you're crushing it, but either side you can fall off. So we've got to be careful with this stimulation because the tendency and likelihood of spiraling into not a good place is so much higher for us because it's the cost of the, of the sensitivity, of the subtlety, of the uh, perceptions, of everything that we do and can see. That's also the cost of if you overstimulate and you, and you fall off the two steps from chaos. And if you overstimulate and fall off, then you the, you the likelihood of a spiral is high. And the spiral is um, well known as what's called the mind-body split, where the body is is anxious or fearful or whatever, and the mind is just going crazy. You know, why are you like this? You should be better than this. You should be more than this, you know, whatever it is. And that's that's the typical experience of the mind-body split is that the body could be in anxiety or fear or overwhelm. And then you've got that, you're very, you know, mature adult brain going, why are you like this? Why can't you get your shit together? Why can't you just keep it all on the tracks? You know, that normally comes off the back of a yo-yo of stimulation in the outlier brain. So perfect place to finish off. Be careful of your stimulation, play with it. It's made a massive difference in myself and my clients, just understanding the, the sensitivity of our instrument. Well done, team. Thanks for checking in. Uh, again, I think you're yeah, 25th of March. Another reminder, 25th of March, Outliers Live, the Apple of the Eye event. We're going to be going through a whole bunch of stuff about why there's large-scale change and the undercurrent of psychedelics and all these, all these practices and interior technologies coming into our culture nice and hot and fast, what it all means, what it means for businesses. So if you haven't got a ticket, please grab one uh, or hit me up direct. See you guys. Take it easy.